Welcome to this week's episode of Walking with the Master. Whether it's your first time to listen to the podcast or you've been with me from the beginning, thanks for joining me. My prayer is that this episode will encourage you and challenge you in your walk with the Master. This week's episode is entitled, Jesus Doesn't Do Random. As the twelve disciples walked with Jesus, they followed him from one experience to the next. Jesus taught them through each one, and his next teaching always built on the previous one. Some of those teachings occurred in the midst of some pretty harrowing experiences. For example, the disciples learned in the midst of a frightening storm that Jesus could still the winds and calm the waves simply by speaking a word. Matthew records in his gospel that the disciples were amazed. Mark writes they were absolutely terrified. Luke, ever the one to include all the details, says they were amazed and terrified. I think all three of them in this instance had the gift of understatement. The disciples were freaked out. They also had already seen Jesus heal the sick on multiple occasions. And they had also learned that his ability was not limited to just healing. On a recent occasion, they had heard Jesus speak the words to raise a young boy from the dead, even though they did not actually see the dead boy rise since he was miles away. But through the experience of the storm on the sea, they had seen creation itself obey him. Their emotions had gone from fear for their lives to terrified amazement of Jesus in an instant. They had realized that Jesus was the Messiah, but they had never envisioned a Messiah that looked like this. When they docked the boat on the other side of the lake, they were still looking at each other and asking, Who is this man? But before they could consider the question any longer, Jesus was leading them to the next thing. Luke records in chapter 8 of his gospel that there were already two men waiting on the shore to meet them when they docked. But before we move on, there is one thing for us to keep in mind. The night before, when they got into the boat, Jesus had told them, let's cross to the other side of the lake. The disciples had no idea why they were going to the other side of the lake. They had no idea what Jesus' purpose was or who they would encounter. But Jesus, of course, did. Nothing with Jesus is random. He doesn't waste a moment, an experience, or an encounter. Nothing is inconsequential. That was true for the disciples, and it is equally true for us. We would do well to remember that truth. If we follow the example of the disciples and keep following him wherever he goes, we will be right where he wants us to be in the midst of his activity and his purpose. Matthew reports that there were two men who were possessed by demons. Apparently one was the spokesman, because Mark and Luke only referenced the one. They were homeless, naked, and living in tombs. They were strong and violent, able to break their chains and shackles, and escape those who were guarding them. With a shriek, the one screamed, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? Even before Jesus had said or done anything, they had come to the shore to meet him. They were there as he arrived. The demons within the men 
knew more than the disciples did. They knew who Jesus was. They knew he was the son of the Most High God. They knew his power. They knew his mission. They knew that one day he alone would judge them and cast them into eternal damnation. Their plea was not about what he would do. That was a foregone conclusion. Their plea was about when he was going to do it. Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time, they said. These men were controlled by a legion of demons. For our reference, a Roman legion was as many as 6,000 men. And that multitude of demons not only knew who Jesus was, they believed. They believed who he was, in the authority that was his, in the judgment that was to come, and the torment they faced. They even believed in prayer. They were begging Jesus not to send them into the abyss. Jesus had already commanded them to come out of the men. Their plea was that Jesus would allow them to enter into a herd of 2,000 pigs, because they knew that Jesus would not permit them to enter into anyone else that was there on the shore. Please understand this. As I've already said, the demons knew who Jesus was. They knew the prophecies that they would one day be judged by him. They also knew that the day of judgment had not yet come. But keep in mind that the demons could no more see into the future than you or I. Their knowledge and beliefs were founded in what God had said through his prophets. Beyond that, they did not have foreknowledge. So when Jesus granted their plea and gave them permission to enter into that herd of pigs, they had no idea what was coming next. But Jesus did. And that entire herd of pigs bolted for the lake and drowned. Remember, Jesus doesn't do random. He has a purpose and a plan in everything that he does. Before you get too sympathetic about those 2,000 pigs, I want you to be mindful of how much Jesus valued those two possessed men. He valued them over the lives of those pigs. Be mindful of how much he values you and me. He values us so much that he was willing to lay down his own life for us. The Father gave his Son so that we might have everlasting life. What's that compared to 2,000 pigs? And the men who had been set free from the bondage of the demons, at least one of them, begged Jesus to allow him to go with him. But Jesus told him to go back to his family and tell them everything God has done for you. And Mark tells us that the man went all through the ten towns of that region, proclaiming the great things Jesus had done for him. It is sad to note that the herdsmen and the people of that nearby town were more concerned about the pigs that had died than the men who had been delivered. Jesus was in their midst, but sadly, the demons believed in him more than the townspeople did. As a result, Jesus left the town and crossed back to the other side. Imagine what the disciples were thinking through all of this, and as they continued on their journey with Jesus. Not only does the wind obey, but the demons believe. Not only does he still the storm, he sets captives free. 
and there is nothing random about anything he does. This episode is adapted from Walking with the Master, the fourth book in the Lessons Learned in the Wilderness series. Also, if you've ever wondered what happened to those men after Jesus delivered them from the demons, I pick up on their story with what could have happened in my novel Through the Eyes of a Prisoner. Information on how you can obtain either of the books or any of my other books is available on my website, kenwinter.org. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, and have a great week as you walk with the Master.